Support for this podcast and the following message come from Wise, the app that makes managing your money in different currencies easy. With Wise, you can send and spend money internationally at the mid-market exchange rate. No guesswork and no hidden fees. Learn more about how Wise could work for you at wise.com. Today on the State of Ukraine, two young singers silenced by a missile. I'm Greg Dixon. There's a certain fatalism to living in Ukraine during the war. Air raid sirens go off frequently, sometimes several times a day, to warn that Russian forces have fired missiles and drones towards some part of the country. Most people shrug and move on, knowing in the back of their minds the possibility that the incoming fire could someday hit them. NPR's Kiev correspondent, Joanna Kakissis, profiles a young musical duo who sang through the air raids until a Russian missile struck them. Svetlana Semekina and Kristina Spitsina started performing together last year as a duo called Similar Girls. 21-year-old Kristina sang lead vocals. 18-year-old Svetlana, her friends called her Sveta, played guitar and sang backup. They loved performing Ukrainian rock songs. went busking around Ukraine and uploaded videos of their performances to Instagram and TikTok. In this video, they're talking about their adventures in the central city of Dnipro. We're having so much fun because we came here with our support team, our friends, Sveta says in the video, and our poor boyfriends, Christina adds, who carried all our equipment. Similar girls often performed in Zaporizhia, a city that's near their hometown of Matvivka. In this video, they're in one of the city's lush parks. They're singing about fallen soldiers. Their friends and family said their earnings went to the Ukrainian military. Kristina's father is in the National Guard. On August 9th, the duo had an evening gig in Zaporizhia, even though Russian missiles have been hitting the city lately. It's not far from the front line. They set up in a busy neighborhood near a church and a playground and played for a couple of hours. They wrapped up with a song called We Will Win This War. They dedicated it to Kherson, another Ukrainian city, under constant Russian shelling. Thank you for existing, Christina says, and thanks to those defending Ukraine. Sveta's boyfriend, Mikita Tunik, remembers the duo singing their hearts out that night. After the show, they went for a walk. Mikita stayed behind to watch their equipment. And sometime later, he heard an explosion. Rescue workers prevented him from going anywhere near it. Sveta did not answer her phone. We called Christina, and she managed to pick up her phone for six seconds. But she could not say anything. Christina's mother ran right into the middle of the scene. She was told to wait in the ambulance. Then she called me and said that the girls were found under the rubble. Police said Sveta died instantly and Christina a short while later. The similar girls were buried side by side in their hometown, Matvivka. Their devoted friends shivered with grief in the summer rain. 
as mourners threw fistfuls of earth over the coffins. I couldn't believe it until the very end, one friend sobbed. Another wondered, maybe she could have saved them. Maybe she could have taken them somewhere else after the show. No, the other said, it could have been any of us. Joanna Kikisis, NPR News, Matvivka, Ukraine. Thanks for listening to The State of Ukraine from NPR News. We'll see you again soon. This message comes from NPR sponsor Greenlight, the debit card and money app that teaches kids and teens how to save, spend wisely, and invest. Join millions of parents and kids building healthy financial habits on Greenlight. Get your first month free at greenlight.com NPR. This message is brought to you by NPR sponsor Lisa in collaboration with West Elm. Discover the new natural hybrid mattress, expertly crafted from natural latex and certified safe foams, designed with your health and the planet in mind. Visit leesa.com to learn more. On this week's episode of Wild Card, comedian Bowen Yang says you don't have to feel bad for falling short on mindfulness. I get in my own way by, like, over-privileging the present. That's so interesting because everyone wants to be in the present. I feel like being present is overrated. I'm Rachel Martin. Join us for NPR's Wild Card Podcast, the game where cards control the conversation.